going to be sharing some tips on how you can boost your credit score. The famous credit score that is so important in America. Stay tuned. Listen, one of the ideas that I have with this channel is that I can share some of my experiences as an immigrant because I think it's going to be of benefit for some of you that are trying to migrate to the U.S. or you probably just got here and are trying to figure things out. So, you know, the first thing that I have to go through when I moved from Mexico to San Diego was that once I decided that I was going to stay here because, well, I probably should have another video to share my immigrant story, but when I proposed to my wife and we decided that the best thing to do was just to stay here and, you know, start planning our life together, that's when I realized that I needed an immigration attorney because, you know, I, I, I had my passport and, and I had my visa and I didn't want to uh, lose those rights. So the first thing that I did was to schedule an appointment with an immigration attorney. And I think for any of you who is trying to migrate to the U.S., that's the best thing that you can do. You can either get uh, advice from an immigration attorney in your country, someone that specializes in uh, getting investor visas and uh I don't know, student, student visas or whatever. But you need to talk to an immigration attorney because if you talk to uh, an expert in immigration, an, an immigration attorney that understands the current rules and regulations and the, the different options that you have based on, on your case, because every case is different. Mine was very unique because um, I was in the process of earning my master's degree so I could apply for the student visa. I was engaged so I could apply for the fiancé visa. So we have different uh, scenarios. So the best way for me to go about my situation was to hire an immigration attorney. And luckily for me, because this is a big issue for a lot of immigrants and a lot of people moving to the U.S., is that it's very difficult to find uh, a good immigration attorney. I think they are all capable of doing the job, but again, there are some that specialize in, in specific cases and you have to find like the best immigration attorney for your needs. So at that time, my wife was working for an Australian company where they have to get all these work visas for, for the uh, staff. So my wife was working at that time with a great immigration attorney here in San Diego. And she said, well, you know what, you should talk to Steve. So we scheduled an appointment and Steve laid out the different options that I had, that he had for me based on my situation. And he said, you know what, we're going to go this route. So when he told me the route that we were going to take um, to get my uh, fiance visa, he told me, I'm going to ask you for a couple of things. And I want you to look me in the eyes and listen to this very carefully, okay? Because it's going to be extremely important that you listen to me right now. First, 
don't get a DUI. I'm like, a DUI? What, what's a DUI? Don't drink and drive, okay? Don't get a DUI. A lot of people get DUIs here in San Diego. I know it's a, it's a party town, and, and um, you know, a lot of people think that they can get away with it, but please don't get a DUI. Driver under the influence. Don't get a DUI. So if you're going to go out with Lisa or, or you are by yourself, don't drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. That's what my immigration attorney told me. That was the, f the first advice that he gave me. The second one, he said, during this time, don't break any rules. And after you get your papers, don't break any rules. <laughs> okay? So he's like, you're going to do this is, you know, it's not the perfect system. But I can tell you that if you follow the rules in this system, you are going to do really well. Okay? So don't break any rules because if you break any rules throughout your paperwork, they are going to deny your uh, green card because we, we decided that we were going to go and, and apply for the green card. So they said they are going to deny your green card. So my immigration attorney told me, don't get a DUI and don't break any rules. Okay? It sounds very simple, but when you are not familiarized with, with how everything works in a new country, you are learning as you go, right? Luckily for me, you know, my wife, you know, she was born and raised here, so she started to educate me about a lot of different things that are uh, a little different in, in Mexico. Um, so, for example, like I remember going out to a club and then leaving the club and not worrying about, you know, drink and driving. I mean, it was not like we were like super drunk, but you have a couple of years, like here you get one beer and boom, that, that could be a DUI. So getting a couple of beers and, you know, you will jump in the car after dinner and, and you wouldn't be that concerned about getting in trouble. But I was like, okay, don't get a DUI and don't break any rules. So I took it very seriously. You know, when I get advice from legal counselors or uh, attorneys in in any capacity, I always take it very seriously because I know that they know what they're doing. So my recommendation to you is like find a good immigration attorney that can be a good fit for your situation. Like I said, they they all know what they're doing but some have more experience in certain areas than others, right? So my immigration attorney was great. He did a great job. Everything went really smoothly. You have to wait a lot of time, of course, but everything went great. And I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to work with him because it was a, a very pleasant experience. And again, my advice to you, if you're trying to migrate to the U.S. is that you get an immigration attorney that is going to respond to your needs and that is going to help you out in the best of his ability uh, to help you accomplish whatever you're trying to accomplish, uh, whatever visa you're trying to get, etc. So um, make, I mean, keep that in mind. And also, you know, it's, it's good to ask around because immigrations, immigration attorneys have different fees. So you want to work with one also that it's 
gonna get the job done, but also he's not gonna charge you like the moon and the stars, right? So that's the advice that I wanted to give you in uh, this video. And the second one, which was his third advice, you're gonna start working in certain areas in your life because you need to start building credit. Credit score is extremely important in America. So don't get a DUI, don't break any rules. And the third one was, you're gonna start working on building your credit score as soon as you get your social security number. So I was like, okay, you know, coming from Mexico, we are like a very like cash-driven economy. And that was all good, all new for me, of course, again, and luckily for me, my wife has started to teach me how to uh, take care of my of my finances better and how to start building that credit score. So what it is important to know, uh, once you get your social security number and you start uh, applying for uh, some credit cards and opening some lines of credit, or you are in charge of paying some bills, because that's really good to start building your credit score. I think the first one that I got, it was my uh, cell phone bill under my name. And with that one, I started to build some uh, credit. But what I have learned over the years is the following. To, of course, you have to make all your payments on time, but um, your payment history, so it's, it's important to, to keep your credit score in good shape, payment history. Uh, the second one is that don't overutilize your credit limit. So, you know, if you stay at 30% utilization, that's really good. So try to scale. So for example, if you have a credit card with a 10,000 uh, credit line, just try to you try to stay at 3,000, right? So 30, 30, 30% um, the use credit and that will keep you in good shape right there. And then also, like, like I said, the types, types of credit, uh, you can get credit cards, you can get uh, loans, you can get uh, unsecured lines of credits, etc. So when you diversify the different um, types of credit that you have, that's going to help you to boost your, your credit. Also, um, new credit is, is good. Like, for example, if you go to like a credit union and, and you get a new line of credit, again, diversification is good to keep that credit score in good shape. Also, the length of your, of your credit history is important. So for me, of course, like the first, you know, three, four years, my credit wasn't that good because it was a new social security and there was no track record or whatever, so it took me a while to start building my credit. And then unfortunately, you know, and, and, and the process, I think it was in year five, if I remember correctly. Unfortunately, my, my social security number got hacked and they opened up a couple of uh, credit cards. And of course, that they, they op I think if uh, one was for like 5,000, and and they got like the the five thousand like boom right away like they spent all that money and then 
the, I was getting calls from from the uh, credit card company saying like, oh, you, you are late on your payments. So I was like, no, but I don't own that car. That's when I realized that there was a, an identity theft that took ownership of my social security number and opened a couple of credit cards. So be very careful. There are a, a few services that you can use to protect your your identity. Of course, since that day, I, I've been religiously uh, paying um, a, an identity theft uh, service to monitor all my, my credits and, and, and everything, my loans, everything, to just to make sure that everything is in, in order, which, by the way, I highly recommend you that you go to um, annualcreditreport.com and open up or create an account. And once you create your account on annualcreditreport.com, you can start creating your profile for each one of the biggest uh, credit bureaus in the country, which is TransUnion, MyEquifax, and Experience. So TransUnion.com, you create your profile. MyEquifax.com, you create your profile. Experian.com, create your profile. And where you're going to look at it, uh, at, at the reports, is like once you create your profiles in each one of these credit bureaus, you're going to look at your credit history and make sure that everything that is in there, it's accurate. And if you see something that you don't think is right, give them a call and and let them know, like, hey, listen, like, I noticed that there is this uh, late payment on June 2020, and I don't know what that is, and I, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, uh, report right there so i was wondering if you can check it out whatever so whatever the situation is in in those cases where you don't recognize uh a charge make sure make sure that you call your uh the bureau the credit score bureau so they can review it and maybe like fix it and by the way don't get late don't get late on any of your payments because it's i i think it takes like seven years or something to delete that from your credit score it happens to me twice and it's not because I didn't have the money to pay it. The first time I went to Mexico, I think I opened an account maybe like two, three months before Christmas that year. Went to Mexico and I thought that I left, you know, like automatic uh, monthly payments on the card. But of course I didn't. I came back and after like 40 days, I was like mid-February. And I was getting calls from the credit card companies like, oh, you're late on your payment, like, in, in, in two two installments. I was like, what? I was like, no, I le left it in automatic. I was like, no, I'm sorry, but you are late. And so I was able to cancel one of the late payments, but I couldn't cancel the second one. And and that was like three or four years ago. And and I think I'm, I still have like two more years to get rid of that. And it was for like $38 or something crazy like that. So... One thing that I learned the bad way is that you cannot get rid of uh, those late charges. I mean, some companies will tell you that they can help you and stuff, and some reach out to me like, "Oh, we can get rid of it, get rid of those or whatever." But I'm like, I, you know, I, I call the companies, I call TransUnion, my Equifax, and and uh, and Experian. And I felt more more comfortable, you know, hearing from them. And probably, I mean, if some of you know like a good company out there that can help to get rid of uh, late payments, uh, let me know, but I haven't been able to find one, but I learned my lesson. 
So now I'm, I'm like super careful when it comes about uh, payments or automatic payments. I double check that, that the automatic payment is actually happening because I don't want to be late on credit card payments anymore. So those are uh, good tips. You, you want to uh, open up your account. Remember, it's annual. I have it right here. It's annualcreditreport.com. And you check your credit history. You make sure that all the information is correct. And then you open your account with the credit reporting companies like TransUnion, MyEquifax, and Experian.com. And you make sure that everything looks good right there. So that's a really uh, good advice that I can give you. The second one, again, if you want to boost your credit, like I said, opening up uh, or diversifying your your loans, etc. It's a really good idea. I already mentioned it earlier that opening uh, secure lines of credit or secure personal credit uh, with a credit union is a, a good option. You can also, like if you are new uh, to this country, like for me in the beginning, I had to have an authorized user uh, in some of these accounts that I have with my wife and because she has like, she has always had a really good credit. And the 800 plus since we got married, she has always been there. Uh, when she put me under her wing in one of the credit cards accounts, that helped me to give me a boost in my personal credit. So that's a good thing to have. Like if you have a relative or if your fiance or whatever has a good credit, make sure that they put you as an authorized user in their account. Um, if you have credit cards, let's say that you are always on time and you have a line of credit, I mean, a credit line of $10,000, you can always call your company and say like, look, I've been a really good customer, you know, for the last five years. And you know that I'm never late with my payments. I, I usually pay in advance. So do you mind increasing my credit line? to like 15,000 or 20,000, I'd be like, oh, okay, let, let us check. But it's always good to ask for a credit line increase because that credit utilization that I talked earlier, you know, the 30%, is gonna give you that extra cushion right there. But you have to be very responsible because if you get a, a an increase in uh, credit and then you start spending all that money and you don't have enough to pay it back, can get you in uh, really bad trouble. And remember that when you open a new uh, credit line, don't just open another one like right away. You have to wait uh, uh, a specific time so it doesn't hit your credit like, like a hard credit hit. So I think that the average is like 60 days. Or some will say like 45 days. But I think if, if you already apply for a card and then there is this really good promotion on a new card, um, just wait at least 60 days. And, and don't open like a whole bunch of uh, credit lines, if uh, credit cards, if you don't have to. I mean, I have plenty, but uh, I think they, they have served their purpose. And, you know, like a lot of small business owners, they, they started financing their, their business with, with credit cards. I did the same. And, but, you know, I, I've been very responsible managing my, my uh, credit cards all these years and you know my, it's still my i think my my credit is still very young considering when i got my social security number and when i got my first credit card and stuff is it's very young but uh, but i've been very responsible so i have a good good credit score and 
If you have the option of paying multiple times in a month, so if your monthly payment is like 50 bucks or whatever amount you owe and you can put 300, you know, uh, it's better. It's going to help you uh, to boost your credit in, in, in a short time. So that's another good advice, another tip that I have here in my notes. Don't make uh, sudden large buys if you don't need to, like, I mean, if you have been using a credit card and you use it for amounts that are less than a thousand and all of a sudden it's like, boom, $6,000. That can be like, wait a minute, what's going on? Why do you need, you know, that extra cash? And, you know, the uh, the uh, credit companies that are monitoring all these things, they, they, it can be like a, a yellow flag right there. So be careful when you do those big uh, uh, investments in something try to ma- try to make i mean pay big payments also like if, if you buy something large make sure that you have the capability uh to pay pay it back you know in, in a very short period of time so it doesn't affect your your credit score and try to avoid collections you know i, I luckily me and knock on wood i've never gone through that uh, process because again I've been very responsible at managing my my credit and I'm I don't I can't take uh, that for for granted because uh, my wife has helped me a lot in the process I mean having someone that is very responsible with managing money and stuff it has helped me uh, a lot and that's why you know I'm I'm in a position where I have good credit and, you know, the credit line that I have right now, it's within my area of comfort, if I can put it that way. So just make sure that you protect your credit score because, again, like I said, here in the U.S., your credit score is everything, everything it's uh, in this country. I mean, you you want to get a business loan, you want to buy a new car, you want, you want to get a home loan, they are always going to be looking at your credit score. So it's important that, that you keep one in good shape. Sometimes you will go down, you know, for for a few months because of some of the moves that you make, but you can always go back if you know, like, the basics on how to uh, keep it at a good, at a good score. So... Being that said, I mean, those those are some of the tips that I wanted to share with you today. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to consul- consolidate uh, debt, like let's, let's say you have three credit cards and you have, you know, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000, instead of paying, making payments on a monthly basis to three accounts, you can get a debt consolidation loan from like SoFi, for example, and that way you can make only one payment and you don't stress about like, oh, the automatic payment didn't went through and then you get this yellow flag in your credit score or whatever. But, um, you know, whatever you do, try to stay at 740, 760, you know, that's that's a good um, credit score right there. I mean, if you can be in the 800s, it's good, but I think after... 780 or 760 i mean the difference in terms of like interest rates and stuff is is almost the same so 760 and above you are in good shape 
And if you are a little lower than that, I mean, you can still get deals, you know, with uh, 700 score, you can get decent rates for loans, etc. So just try to to stay there. I mean, it's, 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 it's good for your personal finances, it's good for your business. I'm gonna be talking you. I'm gonna be talking about uh, building uh, business credit in in another video because that's very important if you're an entrepreneur. But for now, I just wanted to leave you with those advices. I hope that you learn something from them. I think the best ones. And don't forget, if you are migrating to this country, get an immigration attorney and listen to the three advices that he gave me. Don't get a DUI. Follow the rules and watch, start building your credit score once you have your uh, social security number. Those are like really three advices. And then the other ones that I give you to, to keep a good score, because if you, keep, if you keep a good credit score in this country and you don't break any rules, trust me, everything is so easy. And if you have some issues for whatever reason, they can be easily fixed if you don't have any uh, bad stuff in your background and if you don't have a bad credit you're in good shape so thank you very much for watching i appreciate it take care and until next time ciao